more life, more blessings. Welcome to For the Record by Certified Platinum Network. I'm your host, Christo.com, and today we are joined by actually a close friend of mine, uh, former host of C1 Radio, uh, model, DJ, and music producer, Cal Capone. What's going on, man? Welcome, brother. How you doing? I'm good, you. Good to have you. Good to have you, man. Appreciate it. I love linking up with this dude. You know, every single time we get together, it's always love. It's always um, insight. You know, we're always spitting some type of game, I feel like, and it was only right to bring it to the mics, you know, bring it to the cameras, yeah. you know, have a conversation, you know, with the people um, alongside them. And, you know, we're always uh, up to, you know, higher power, greater, th- um, higher power thinking, just for things sure. of that sort, you know. For sure, for sure. No, thank you for having me. Uh, I was looking forward to doing this when you invited me. I haven't been in front of the mic like this in a while, so That's what I'm it's saying, good to man. be back, you know. Whatever we got to do to make it happen, we yeah. do it. We do it. How's your, um, I'll start up asking, how, sure. how, how are you doing today? How, how are your chakras, your... Oh, yeah i'm good yeah really good energy i just came back from whistler so uh you know something about driving by the chief there squamish just like it's really uh puts me in my place it's humbling you know seeing such a beautiful drive right that face the rock yeah yeah uh, just to see the sky highway it's a good time to uh just reflect, you know? We actually didn't have any music playing at the time. I was just really? sort of, yeah, just like having... Quiet car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was a lot of music this weekend, like yeah. just going out and uh, just DJing and stuff too. It's going to take a little break. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I'm feeling really good today, man. Um, yeah, just coming back from celebrating a birthday up there. And, oh, that's uh, what's up. Yeah, so we just... That's good. Just no, it out, man. The way you describe it too, like um, for somebody like that does what you do where you're you know and constantly in loud rooms constantly playing music surrounded by music you know you're having to know what the newest drop is things of those sorts for you to tell me that like you have moments where you're in the car just and nothing's playing nothing whatsoever and you're having your silent moment and and whistler drive is a long drive too so that's uh well it wasn't the whole time quiet but like when I got by the Squamish Chief there, I was just saying that specifically for sure. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, I tend to, like, when I'm going to a gig or leaving a gig, I usually keep it pretty chill after. I don't know, explain. It's like four hours of spinning music or whatever the situation yeah. is. Like, exactly. You know, just a little. How are you finding, downtime. like, your, your travel? Because I guess you're, you've gone to Whistler. Have you gone anywhere else kind of? Yeah, I've been local? on the island already. Mm-hmm. Um, this is it during COVID, after COVID? Yeah, yeah, or during. Just like, yeah, we're still in yet. it, really, I guess, yet. right? <laughs> but, uh, no, I was in the island, like, three weeks ago. Um, I'm planning on going back there. I got quite a few friends in Victoria in that area, so yeah. I want to just go visit. They're over here quite often. That's what's up. Um, mm-hmm. So we're just chopping it up and just want to make another trip out there. Uh, Whistler is the most recent. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I'm trying to go like overseas, like yeah. relatively soon, you know, but just the local stuff right now. It's like, I just, feel that. you know, it is in Vancouver when the sun's out and the weather's like this. You don't want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to make the most of it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And honestly, we, we get so much rain throughout the year that in those few moments where you can see the sun's out and, yeah. you know, everybody's outside from right now. Like I was down to, uh, on the Granville strip the other night mm-hmm. and the strip club. No, the Granville strip. No, unfortunately it was the Granville strip, you know, just your, your standard Granville, Granville Island street yeah. or Granville street in that yeah. case. Um, but yeah, no, everybody was outside. It was one of those things where I was looking around like, yo, like it's this happening. looks a lot pre, this looks very pre pandemic. If you ask me. Yeah. It's, it's looking good, man. I love it. I love to see people. They're out. And uh, yeah, I, man. my experience so far with it has been really good. Like 
I feel like people who are still concerned about COVID things are just not really going out. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. whoever's out is, like, comfortable. Right, and right. Like, yeah, like, it, it feels like it's normal again because it's not like those conversations are even really being had, you know. It's like, right. And, of course, there are other people that, you know, may be dealing with, you know, situations where they have compromised health, you know, things sure. of those sorts where it's not as easy for you to just, you know, go outside yeah, and, you know, yeah. just act like everything's back to yeah. normal. But Everyone's got their reasons. Whatever. Yeah, you know, for the people, I'm glad to hear at the very least that, you know, in a place where we are, you know, the vaccination rates do seem to be kind of climbing up. So yeah, yeah. things are slowly starting to shift back to quote-unquote normal. So mm-hmm. uh, that's good. Uh, honestly, I'm glad to hear, you know, your chakra's good. You get Thank your alkaline you. water in today? Oh, every day, man. I don't drink anything but the kangen. Tell them a little bit about the kangen because we've water. had these conversations, you know. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll talk, talk get, tell us about it. Tell uh, us about it. Well, yeah, first of all, it's like life-changing for sure because, I mean, we're like, what, 80% water or something like that. But uh, essentially, it's like a Japanese-built machine with uh, titanium plates in it. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, it, like, adds hydrogen, live hydrogen molecules to the, the water, which yeah. essentially, like, it's like a living thing. I don't know how to explain it, man. But so, uh, I feel like you might have lost, a, like a certain percentage of people might have gotten lost when you started okay. speaking to the, the scientific stuff. Um, but well, it's just, I'm on the same page as you. I, yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, it obviously filters the water. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's, you know, like cleaner than just average tap water because, mm-hmm. you know, there's chlorine and stuff in that. Yeah. But I grew up on tap water. Like, I, so I'm not like on some bougie, like, oh, yeah. I've been like on this water for, yeah. I just, I just kind of got introduced to it. Like, Right. three years ago and we got like the latest machine now and it does everything man it's like sets the ph level so mm-hmm. you can get good clean drinking water water for the plants like more neutral ph level you right. can have really uh, low ph level for cleaning solutions pretty much mm-hmm. like a degreaser it's really multi-purpose so it's not just for water but yeah. yeah like and when you first i remember when you we first had conversations about what alkaline water or the kagan machine that you yeah. have yeah um and not sponsored <laughs> no but, but um, hit me up if you want one yeah, I mean, exactly. you know, like <laughs> you're straight you up, man. We, we selling these for sure so these these machines aren't nothing that yeah. you can just go pick up at i don't think you can pick it up at walmart um can you? no can you? no it's it's called Enagic. yeah and they they have a spot in burnaby right uh, where you can go and purchase them but essentially uh it's a, you get it through like a distribute like it usually goes through someone right you know what and i mean it's an expensive machine it basically what like what he said in terms of it you know being able to select what ph level you want in the water that uh-huh. you're drinking or yeah. the water that you're watering your plants with or the water that you're doing this or that with and it changes your life in a sense where you know although we live in a place like van where they claim you know this is the best drinking water yeah. on the planet i was getting clowned the other day i had a cp over i don't know you don't damn cp yeah and he was he was giving me all sorts <laughs> of heck like we got the cleanest drinking water like why you need it i don't know man this guy like some people they don't they're not on it you know but uh i mean at the same time like just be because it is you know the cleanest drinking water don't mean it's clean drinking water yeah, that you should be yeah. drinking it it's you know, no hate. I'm it, not trying to throw shade on like tap yeah. water. Like uh, <laughs> Yo, the I'm tap really, water team I'm going really crazy not. right like, now. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's all good. It's just like I said, it's introduced to me and like I just haven't looked back. Like, yeah. bro, I haven't been sick for over a year. Right. And I'm not saying it's like directly because of this, but like my skin is 
like really clean now yeah. like everything like you're I'm noticing you, things yeah I, it's improvements man like yeah. seriously even when it comes to like hydrating yourself like i'm hydrated like i know you know like it's exactly and it's one of those things about you know making the decision to make that life change like you know yeah if it's yeah investing in a machine like this and knowing that day by day you're drinking a level of cleaning water uh, a clean level of water that you know isn't comparable to anything yeah. else it's yeah you literally selecting what ph level you want it's something different and long-term effects very very obvious for sure numbers to share for it's it. a great um like conversation piece too like when i have people over i always just offer it of course yeah and it's just it's cool to inform people yeah no i remember when you the know. first time you had me over i was looking at that machine like yo yeah. is that the machine that he was talking about and yeah, it, yeah. it looks like a like an appliance almost in a sense where it's at a point it's just like a common part of your yeah home. it's like a little yeah it's a it's not too big but it's like yeah. you know what it is it's touch screen exactly it's, it's got like all like nice 12, la- 12 languages you know <laughs> Yeah, that's dope that's dope so i mean based off that conversation alone it, like somebody that's listening right now can obviously tell that you're into health and wellness and for things sure, of those sorts sure. can you yeah. tell us a little about like about at a, if you were always like that if that took a certain um, point in your life where you made that change and well i grew up with a single mother and um she my mother had uh some skin cancer issues and there's cancer in my family mm-hmm. sorry my, to hear that. yeah my mother's uh that's my grandma i never met her she mm-hmm. she passed before I, I was born but um she passed away with stomach cancer and point is um yeah my mother had some some skin issues and stuff and it was kind of like misdiagnosed a little bit like there was cancer uh, cells and stuff that she had to get treated but um point is uh it all comes back to diet yeah and um when i said misdiagnosis like more so like the food she was eating was affecting her her like her gut like her her insides and that in turn like shows up on your skin like it you're unhealthy from the inside out you know i mean Mm -hmm. your body's not liking some yeah it's coming out on your skin or whatever maybe that was her her situation right so um you know i was introduced into like gluten-free uh that whole thing, like before, was really like popular. Right. You know what I mean? Like how now, like that's it's like the, the that's new like fad. the salient yeah. point of a lot of things now. Is like vegan, gluten free, and stuff. Does it piss you off when you walk down? Like I don't know what supermarket you go to, but when you walk through like your generic supermarket, and you see the green aisle. Is that a no? No, it's cool. It's uh, cool. No, no, I, it's great. Yeah. I think there needs to be more. It's all about awareness. Like we're yeah. talking about with the machine yeah. too. It's just like if you know. You know? Like you can't unknow. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean. I tell you something, you can't unhear it. Exactly, you're right. Like you can choose to not care or whatever, but like I told you. Yeah, you know exactly, what I mean. Exactly. So, I told so, you, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's good. It's all about like people just. It, yeah, it just starts from the inside out. Like I was saying, yeah. so you know, if, if there's options out there to eat, good. I like that. Yeah, I guess. Okay, in that sense, then it, I, I'm not mad at them painting the the aisle and the the ground. <laughs> I know what you mean. It's extra. And, it's yeah, extra. <laughs> it seems a little extra sometimes. But yeah. honestly, I mean, if that if that's what causes somebody to yeah. make that extra left you turn, know, and these go corporations, pick off, you know? man, yeah. it's like they're marketing. They're doing whatever they can to they yeah. get people here and this and that. Especially here in Vancouver, I mean, it's um like if you just walk down certain certain neighborhoods, like yeah. um like I maybe don't frequent you know the downtown core as much as you do but mm-hmm. certain neighborhoods being staples for like the hipster town or, yeah you know, i know what you mean a lot of people being vegan maybe yeah. not live in well this we got amazing food in this city like the restaurants the options yeah uh, it's yeah 
No, that's a great place to be living, man. That is true. <laughs> in terms of, uh, you know, great eats and things of those sorts, any, because um, I know that because you're a DJ, you typically will frequent, you know, whether you want to call it a residency or whatever you want to use another mm-hmm. word for it, but mm-hmm. you'll be at um, certain you know, restaurants or yeah, yeah. Lounges. lounges, bars, clubs, whatever. I know what Any particular spots here in Van? Somebody that might be listening that hasn't been to Vancouver and might want to check it out. Oh, um, number one, you might like, be it's gotta be, it's gotta be the Greek. Yeah, shout out the Greek, um, the one in Gastown specifically. That one, it, we go up there, man. But yeah. the food is amazing. Like, it's a, it's a trifecta. It's like beautiful people, really tasty food. Yeah. And really good music, of course. That's a, you that's know, a fact. <laughs> like seriously, man. I had, I had a lot of people come this past Friday for the first time, mm-hmm. and uh, everyone was just always telling me, like, "Wow, this is sick! It's sick here." Yeah. And do you have a strategy? Because um, I'm interested to know. Like, I've seen you perform in different sets. Yeah. I've seen you on stage with thirty thousand, maybe plus people <laughs> watching just you as you're yeah. playing your set. Is it that big a breakout? Is that what you're talking about? I'm telling you. I is don't know 30, if it is that big, but it looks Regardless, like 30,000. It, it looks like, like 30,000. Yeah. I think that's a bit, that's a lot of people, but like, no, but I get what you're saying though. Yeah. I'm, sorry, continue. No, okay. So I'm just trying to be humble here. And <laughs> I'll explain it in this sense because we, you can watch some of these festivals from different perspectives. You could be backstage listening to the, aud- the audible, you yeah, know, yeah. The, the crowd, or you could be way in the back of the, the festival mm-hmm. looking at the stage and yeah. seeing the crowd and seeing the interaction, seeing the crowd move from one side yeah. to another just yeah. off of a beat. Yeah, and the power of the DJ is a very strong power, I must say. And you know, seeing somebody like you, it looks like thirty thousand people is what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, no, it feels like it definitely. Like you just lose count. You just know it's a lot of people. Yeah, but um, what I mean to say is, you know, different settings. You know, be going from a stadium, um, or an arena, or you know, something yeah, similar yeah. to what you've done to being in a small, intimate space. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a strategy you have when it comes to picking? You know, well, it's just all about reading the vibes, right? So, I mean, I've been DJing for like over 10 years now. Yeah. I'm sounding like a real old head, you know? But uh, <laughs> no, believe it or not, I started when I was 14, right? So That's you do crazy. the math. Yeah. Um, Talk about that. Like what got you started, if you don't mind. Yeah. So I guess like my earliest memory of like being inspired to DJ was like, it was the 2010 Olympics. And really? You know how they had the, um, there's a lot of music. Uh, like David Lamb Park was a whole um, like music thing. I like Dead Mouse played. Yeah, um, Damian Marley was there. Like it was a whole like every. I would say like every night because it was a two week span, right? Like the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Or I guess it would be like a month because they had the Paralympics as well, right? Right. Okay. So yeah. Like, but anyways, point is, like every night it was different things going on, and I remember Dead Mouse was like really really popular back then, mm-hmm. and he's like Canadian DJ and. Uh, just like electronic music was like really getting mainstream at right. least in canada right i know mm-hmm. it's been like more so like in the uk and stuff that's canada like, just started to pick up yeah on it. pick up on it a little more and um i yeah man i just wanted to get djing i was like this is so cool right and i started with electronic music like yeah. I, I was in, i grew up listening to like radio music and i mean there was hip hop on there, Kanye and yeah. like Good Life, Kanye. You know, yeah, graduation yeah. came. Like there was Standard, some pop. Yeah. So there was like things I listened to hip hop, but I was like diving in as like an electronic DJ when I started, right? Right. And uh, I had like CDJs, so it was like an old like the club setup. Yeah. And they were actually the first turntables that took CDs. Right. Okay. As before that, I think it was only USBs or something. So this was on some like peak technology right. kind of like at that time. So you hit, you hit like, um, cause there are certain eras, like even in music in particular, where there's yeah. certain eras that are key eras or the key yeah, year yeah. when things started to change. Yeah. Like and, when I started, I didn't have a laptop 
setup. Like it was literally we burnt CDs. Wow. And you had the beat match. Like, and trust me, like, it was pretty tough, you know? Like, I was like, what the heck? But because it was house music and that sort of, you know, like, four on the floor, like, gridded music, Mm -hmm. it it was, like, in a sense, a little easier to kind of, like, line things up because you know when it was in. You know what I mean? You know what's about to play. Like, you probably have played that same disc a certain amount Yeah, and you just kind of get used to it. But shortly after, you know, I, I was just... Research and I was so in love with the whole like DJ thing that like, oh you can plug your computer in. I didn't know that like, you can right. buy this interface and mm-hmm. I mean I just completely self taught right just going on the internet trying it buying it right doing it plugging you know yeah just trial doing- and error and then like next thing you know I'm running tractor and I'm downloading songs I'm not using CDs anymore yeah and just as I've gotten older the technology's gone better and it just it is what it is right now, right. You know? So yeah, no, and I definitely feel that. Um, so particularly, I'm I'm stuck on the the timing that you said that you started DJing. Where yeah, 10, so 10, like it was like 2010, 2011. So I was still in high school and like right, I was just doing my things. Yeah, you uh, what do you have to say about like that particular moment in music where 2010s? You know, Drake had just dropped his um, best I ever had the year before. Yeah, um, I I wasn't really on the Drake train too much back then. Um, like I was, like I said, I was like pretty into like electronic music, believe it or not. Right, man. like even like dubstep. Like dubstep was like big back then. Yeah, you know? and like I think when Skrillex came out, that's when I started stepping away from it because yeah. dubstep had this original kind of thing. Where uh, it was like dub plates, like I don't explain. It. it was more um, like rhythm. Like how do I explain this? Right. Like it was like roots, like reggae, like not reggae, but it's how just, reggae is like a continual beat that can loop for. It just wasn't you know. all like electronic pop. And what I'm saying is like when Skrillex came out, I just remember I started stepping away from that bit because it was so like like you know what yeah. I mean. Like it was getting like crazy, and I just I just like the dub plates. Like kind of I, I was just doing that and like house music, like just like kind of vibey stuff, right. not like your EDM like like I don't know really like, yeah. So I'm actually very shocked that you say that because uh, we haven't had this conversation yeah, before, yeah. but I can say that at a period of time I actually really got into dubstep. Yeah, and I, like I can argue that it was right around Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites by Skrillex. Yeah, exactly. Around that era, and then, you know, went on to listen to Bangarang, yeah. Devil's Den, like a whole bunch of records back then where, um, I don't know, it was the super... And I remember, of course, back in that particular time where um, Skrillex was catching heat for the super computerized sounds. Yeah, and well, that's what it is when you're like pioneering something when you're like and you shave half your head yeah well i mean sunny like that's his name right yeah, sunny like, yeah. he's extremely talented man like you see the stuff he's producing nowadays yeah um he actually had a track just come out recently with uh like ty dollar sign and kanye yeah. so that was really sick yeah Even, like the jack U stuff and like the stuff he did with justin bieber like yeah i was gonna come say on, man like the guy's sick but all, all i'm saying at the time I just started to step away from it because it was like, I liked it for a year. Like, I did like the album. I know what you mean. But then I just, I just transitioned, man. Yeah, exactly. I just transitioned. And uh, I bought actual turntables, like vinyl records. Yeah, vinyl records. That just changed everything. Yeah, that's that's what's up. Honestly, like even um, nowadays, like in terms of music quality, just the quality of, of CDQ back then. And, you know, mm. you said CDJ is what you were. Yeah, CDJ is like the... Uh, 
electronic like turntable right okay that's yeah. the the turntable itself yeah, but um yeah. I, I just mean in terms of the, the quality in terms of music back then how you can see apple nowadays trying to attempt the lossless um lossless audio and yeah like and, flack or whatever yeah exactly and yeah. incorporating like dolby atmos into you know uh-huh. actually being able to listen to it on your phone now uh-huh. on apple music yeah. um i don't know if you use apple music or spotify, spotify yeah. you spotify but yeah. apple apple they started to implement that on certain songs where it promotes it as lossless audio where they're trying to get back into you know making sure that the, mm-hmm. the original audio quality is there yeah that's a really like um that debate has been going on excuse me that debate's been going on for years like the, the slight difference in quality between like a 320 kbps like mp3 right. <laughs> and then like a wave file and then a flak file and like only until recently like i actually really noticed how amazingly better flack is mm-hmm. but like realistically like everything is like mp3s are like the consumer digital format like that's just that's what that's what everyone li- like that's just kind of what it is and like that's my whole library man like i have wave files too but i do recently have downloaded some flack files mm-hmm. and with my headphones on listening to it like i was really really blown away like right. the quality but then again, like I'm not here to like convert all my yeah. Like it's just like I appreciate it, and like it's an art, and it's like it's cool, like that, that that's available. But like you're not gonna really overhaul like, your old yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just I'm rambling out at this point. I don't know, no, no, but, it's fine. Like, no, you know what I mean. I got, dude, that's why I'm here to yeah. keep us on track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's um particularly about um you know your coming up, coming of age, you know, starting yeah. the year that you started, um alongside audio quality at that particular time and how you made sure, you know, you're always picking up um, the right vinyls, making sure that your audio was pristine yeah. whenever you yeah, were playing yeah. it. Yeah. Um, that particularly, you know, if I fast forward or I guess in the sense, rewind back to mm-hmm. where I was in that time, uh, that was when we were running LimeWire, I think. Yeah, for sure. Was that I was downloading that things yeah. on LimeWire and uh, I'm pretty sure I was just even YouTube ripping. That's what I was doing too. Right, and like the quality was... Poo. Yeah, it Can I was say shit. Can I yeah, curse? Go ahead, man. Okay. It was shit. <laughs> no, it was it was pretty it shit. Was I'm not gonna shit, lie man. to you. Um, I mean, when you talk about MP3s, that was kind of how I initially first started learning about you know different file types, things of those yeah. sorts through the Lime Wires of the world and the all the me- Soldier Boy tracks. Oh my gosh, Lime Wire. You Soldier know. Boy's a little finesser too. Yeah. You know what he used to do back in the day. He would dead ass take, because um, of course that was back when Fifty Cent, Britney Spears, all that. Bro, I know you'd be downloading like you'd be downloading a track, the and then all of a sudden, you, you! out of nowhere, man, that's genius level marketing. His verses recently with Bow Wow, wow, man, that yeah. guy's goaded. I'm telling you, like Soldier Boy is is really up there as like I top like mm-hmm. dog in in the rap game of like in terms of like influence and just like uh, originator pioneer, like yeah. And he's still got the sauce. Like, his drip, his drip yeah. is, like, is still there, you know? I wish he didn't have to, you know, really go about himself, you know, saying, no, I did this. Like, I wish people gave him his credit. but Yeah, no, him. but that's, like, part of his, like, part of the- like, his whole thing. Like, I, I like that he's reminding people and, like, you know how this rap game is, man. Like, the hip-hop is, like, it's just... Well, Kyle's no trying rules. to say sometimes no you got to remind niggas, you yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's no rules to this, you know? Yeah, like, it's yeah. a living, breathing thing, and, like, I can't really explain it, but guys like him, he's just, like, 
He's just holding it down still, man. Yeah, you, just... you don't ever forget them because they will constantly remind you, although some people may argue, you know, legends may not do this, but they'll remind you why they deserve their flowers. And For sure. Somebody being able to do that, whether it's through them just telling you or through their art in itself. Yeah. Hey, man, you got to pay respects to that at the very least. For sure. Like, shout out Kanye, too, man. Like, <laughs> everyone calls the guy crazy. I think he's visionary. Like, I love, like, that he has no filter, to be honest, because it's like, yeah, that's... That's like what like rap is all about. I feel like hip hop and stuff too. It's like kind of just saying what it is and like either relate or you don't, you know. Mm-hmm. And like anyway, I just wanted to shout out Kanye because yeah. like I know a lot of people like yeah, they just call the guy crazy, and I just I mean he he kind of is, but crazy is like crazy is good. That's what I'm saying. You know, so crazy is good, and you know what I'm actually to be honest. Thank you for bringing up Kanye in particular because. Yeah. Uh, last episode i had in particularly talked about kanye my i didn't i wouldn't say that i had choice words because actually i'm a kanye fan okay. I, I listened like i'm deeping the kanye roots like i'm talking yeah, yeah. consequence back then yeah, like type yeah, shit so yeah. don't don't get it effed up but um i feel like sometimes kanye um can when it comes to verbalizing his thoughts he sometimes struggles and for sure yeah, if, i know what you mean if you are the type of listener that likes to read a headline or listen to a, a 60 second clip and you want to listen to that clip of kanye talking and try to agree or disagree with what he's saying i honestly can't really say that i look at it the same in yeah. that sense i like yeah, listening yeah. to for example kanye on joe rogan for three that was hours. amazing right that was an amazing interview and yeah. you see his attempt to try to fully formulate his thoughts. Uh-huh, yeah. And it's it's different in that sense where it's opposed to, you know, listening to the 60-second TMZ conversation of Kanye trip- yeah. tweaking about whatever oh, it is. We love it, though, man. Come on. The guy is like, I don't know, man. When he speaks, people listen. I yeah. think that's whether they like it or not. Mm-hmm. You got to like, listen. That's that's just like that's power there like that's i don't even know if power is the right word but that's just like that's influence like this even if you don't agree you know with what he's saying it's like yeah people hear what he's saying like and he's you know he, even he said in his songs like we're talking like it's just you and me right like on can't tell me nothing like, yeah. he'll be in nightclubs just ranting like stopping the whole show like this is kind of more old kanye you know right but i don't know man that guy's so funny his yeah. sway interview mm-hmm. freaking out at sway yeah um stuff with kim kardashian you know hitting his head on the side like there's freaking out at people there's always something many, like too many way yeah too man many. and like he's partnered up with gap now like there's so many things man. he's just like he's, he's on a roll always. he's up to a lot of like, things he's just up to it you know i guess i can see a parallel between because um i guess dating back when if we're talking about timeline structure of this conversation we last last i talked about you know just you're you're coming up you know um, I'm wanting to know in particular yeah. your inspirations behind, you know, you being up to the point now. And I can kind of see parallels between, you know, I don't know, maybe you can take this as a, this is a compliment, by the okay, way, but okay. parallels between you and Kanye where, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, you're never just particularly stuck on one thing. Kanye was producing and then he said, no, I want to do this rap shit. Yeah, I don't care yeah. what anybody else says. I'm going to do this rap shit. Yeah. And he excelled in both. He excelled yeah. in both producing. I paved the way rap. for a lot of the guys who are like popular now. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And you can tell, you, for example, producer going, rappers, right? going into fashion, you know, he's working on a lot of different things mm. at the end of the day is what mm. it is. He's working on a lot of different things and excelling at a lot of different things. 
mm-hmm. parallel to how I see how you operate, okay. bro. Okay, thank you. Know, you know, excelling in a lot of different things, tackling a lot of different things, you thank know. You. I'm you. always seeing Cal up to something, whether it's one thing or another, but yeah. Um, do you have anything to say? Is Would you say Kanye is one of your inspirations as uh, anybody else? I just admire him. I don't know. I don't really like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I, inspiration is like an interesting word for me because I don't really have, I've never been the type of, like when I was growing up, I didn't have like posters on walls of people that I like inspired to be. I feel like that's like a classic like yeah. way to like imagine the word inspire, you know, like to yeah. visualize it. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially like as a DJ, I just listen to so much music and like, I think I'm just more driven by like. Your love for the game. Yeah, and just like, I don't know. Now I'm a little bit older too. Like honestly, I appreciate that you say you continually um, just are driven by your love for it because yeah. I find that your love results and yeah, your yeah, love I mean, for what you're doing, you know, continually will drive you in that sense and keep you remotivated. Yeah. And yeah. ultimately, you know, looking up to people can aid in that. You know, it helps. Okay, I know I want to do this, and that person's achieved it, and mm-hmm. you know, it shows mm-hmm. me that it's possible. But just the love for what you do is strictly the most important yeah. thing. Just to go back, man, honestly, like, I don't want to say I'm not inspired by anyone because I don't want to leave it on that. But, yeah. like, let's keep it more local, like, for real. Like, let's just shout out Johnny Black, you know, like, that's, that's my G. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, trends setting the whole, like, what's going on in the city now. Yeah. I see a lot of, like, it's like we start the hip-hop festival and, like, here you go. Now people are getting booked, like, on Blueprint events and this stuff, too. So it just seemed like him for sure. Johnny's like definitely an inspiration. Um, obviously, like my mother. Yeah. 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 Just like single mom, you know, raising me and stuff. Powerful uh, woman. Yeah, for sure. Like, still, we got a really good relationship still. Um, and honestly, like, um, shout out, like, within Roots, too, man. Like, yeah. uh, I met him early on. Uh, like, I shouldn't say early on, but a couple years ago. And, just like the production game is crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, do really inspired like by like his work. Yeah, yeah. Like Nico, NDT Sound. Like yeah. these guys are like crazy. Oh, we got a big dog fight here. <laughs> a lot of people in the city. There's a lot, man. When I think of it, like Don't Doze Collective too. There's a group of a group of real good guys that putting on good spaces and energy. Yeah. So there's a lot. Well, I, yeah. I could keep going because I don't want to say like I'm not inspired by people like yeah, but I just wanted to like just a make few. it clear it's not like I do it because of these people. I don't know. I don't even know, man. Right? No, well, no, no. Well, well, next you, question. You named, you named a good. You named a good group of names there, and um, yeah. I guess one in particular, Johnny Black, and can't help but mention yeah. that one. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, we've to, had man. we've Pay had homage. conversations. You know, just in terms of what you guys are doing over there, uh, mm-hmm. Crescendo One, and, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, just the power of um, saying, hey, we're going to accomplish this, and then mm-hmm. going out and accomplishing it. Yeah. Um, do you have anything to say in terms of that in particular? Like, well, I find I just, that amazing. I'm just glad to be a part of it. You know, I don't want to take too much credit with it because C1 is like really Johnny Black's thing, you know? But yeah. like, it did start in the, uh, like, the sense like, where we, we had a similar vision for the city because especially him coming from London, like a, you know, the UK where this culture, like it's way more going on there with the yep. music scene, just everything like is happening in Vancouver. It's right. like, okay, like, you know, we need to provide like spaces. We need to just like get things going here. Yep. So we had the similar like ideas with that. And uh, 
I pretty much was just like head of the music part of it because I was just like the DJ, keeping my ear to the, you know the streets, getting the yeah. mixes together, this and that. And then he started getting shows. He put me on for the Black Friday stuff yeah. like that. And that just tumbles into like now what Breakout is today as a, a festival. Like it's huge. Like it's just chain reaction. But uh, yeah, um, like yeah. Sometimes uh, to be honest, like and maybe we don't have enough of these like these particular conversations. But yeah. I feel like um, sometimes you don't give yourself justice in terms of you know the, what you're a part of, what you guys have accomplished. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, it's I just big. being humble. That's all. Because like yeah. end of the day, like I rep C1 heavy, but it's like. I'm not like an official co-founder of that, you know, right. but like the story goes like, yeah, as I said, like when same the, ideas. And like, I just, I mean, like where I'm at now too, just as an individual, I like that. I like that. I'm honestly like my own entity, like it's Cal Capone and like exactly. I rep C1, but like, I'm not C1, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, if, if the movie came out or when the movie comes out... <laughs> when the movie comes you're out. You're definitely getting your role. You're going to be uh, yeah, taking yeah. your pick at the the actor true, in that true. sense. True, true, okay. Thank that, you. That's what's up. That's yeah, what's up. Yeah. No, I, I fuck with that. And honestly, you know, the vibes are electric. I don't know if um, anybody listening to this has never... Coda going crazy. Yeah. The vibes. It's all good. Um, I don't, for anybody listening to this that maybe has never been to Breakout Festival, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's an electric environment. It's nothing yeah. like I've ever seen before. Um, yeah, for the city, for sure, man. Most yeah. definitely. Yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a representation that's much needed. Um, I think it mm-hmm. has, you know, it has a, it, right now it's already established, but the potential in terms of where it can go is, yeah. um, I see it in the future and I, I believe in it in, yeah. in itself. So, um, yeah, yeah, we're only going to move up. Like it's only going up, and Definitely. you've already seen like the lineups how they've evolved, and like even right. the first show we did with the Migos not showing up. Sure I was gonna say high that. pressure situations. How yeah. do you how do you perform? <laughs> that was crazy, man. I was on stage like uh, doing the DJ thing, right? I think Lil Pump ended up being the headline act without people really knowing because Migos weren't showing up, right? And I was probably one of the first to know, like out of like the crowd, of course. Yeah, and I'm spinning like, yo. Like they're not gonna show up, and I almost just want to like say something on the mic, but it's like it's like not my yeah, it's, it's not, your, not my place. Maybe but not your it call. It was getting really. I'm trying to remember how that happened. I think it was just like shows done kind of thing. Like I was just spinning tracks, and you just they were incredibly out. late, and it got to the point where it was just like, yeah, no, they're not showing up. Like it was 30 minutes late, this and that, and I mean, like I don't even think they got on a plane. Like you know, what I mean, like they weren't showing up, and the right. rumor is that yeah, that's right. when I think was it that. Wyoming, uh, um, what was it? what's his? It was album? Kanye's Kanye. birthday, I think. Yeah, so his album thing like just came out, and then they are all like back because he did the listening party in Wyoming. Yep. and then he had a birthday thing like plus part like right. release part whatever in LA. And if I recall, I think Quavo and Takeoff were actually spotted in pictures there. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty sure it was just like was one of these like a bag that they didn't really. They, they were like, we don't need that. Like, I don't know. It was just Vancouver. I don't know. It wasn't yeah. appealing enough for them to leave. They were rather just party. I don't know. That's just the rumors, right? Like, right. from what I heard. And, uh, and I guess they didn't even get on the plane. Like, like they didn't, it wasn't going to happen. Right. And it, it, it was uh, one of those moments where it was like, we can't believe this is happening. Like, I, oh, yeah, there were speculations happening. I was, in people my head. People were pissed, man. The reactions on Instagram. I, like, people thought we were, like, fraudulent, you know? Yeah, I mean, in my head, it made sense. I was like, I mean, if it's a matter of being spotted at a party that could possibly get you looks or taking a certain amount, a certain bag from somewhere that you have to cross customs and go into. Yeah, I mean, they're the Migos, man. Like, they, 
you see where they're at now. That didn't. It's evident. That didn't like affect their game at all. But it, it's <laughs> gonna know? it's gonna show in the numbers, you know, when um, say they try to tour here again, or say when you just look well, at they tour, did like, come with uh, Drake. I think didn't they open for Drake like uh, oh, a after. couple months after? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think they did an opening thing. They came. That might have been their makeup, because uh, I know typically if they miss, they a date, played at Rogers or so. something. No, they were like on. They were touring with him at that time. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, it was Migos and yeah. Drake. I remember. Yeah. It yeah. was right. So, I yeah. yeah, I don't know. The point is, man, we bounced back. Like you really did. We came back. We brought Playboy Car. We bought Lil Uzi Vert. I was gonna um, say Lil Uzi is the game was the game Yanta, changer for me. Ghana yeah. and like they they weren't even the headliners at that one, right? But like Ray Shremmerd, mm-hmm. um, Tory Lanes, like what a performer, man! Like I was going crazy, right? Um, yeah, what was the most recent one too? Like the baby, the baby that was the baby. Crazy schoolboy Q. Schoolboy Q was sick. Um, I like Anneli Chopper. Crazy, crazy. That was man. a big. The last one you that the last breakout festival was in my head. I saw it as pretty monumental. There were like the baby Roddy Rich in itself. Those are two. Bro, we're always booking people who are like on the cusp. I'm telling you, like, mm-hmm. like you see how big Tori is now. Like, not saying like we're on, like launching these guys no. all i'm saying is that that was the breakout like mentality in general that's why it's called breakouts like breakout artists like yeah. for like local talents you know vancouver or canada you know what i'm saying yeah and the bigger artists on one stage and like you see where they're going now like roddy rich is just the most recent example like his album didn't even drop at that time it was just in the box it was yeah. his single it was before um what is it anti-social uh, oh, excuse, forgi- me for, excuse me for being anti-social yeah yeah and like you see how long he was number one and like all that stuff like I'm just saying like it just seems that we're getting it's not just luck like we're definitely keeping our ear to street like we always yeah. have been yeah. and like these guys are getting really big after and like it's just cool to see like we're part of that like journey in, you know in a small way exactly yeah. no definitely yeah. I definitely feel that man and it like it shows the the work in itself is there to show like and i like how you mentioned you know maybe the derivative of the the word breakout or yeah the name in itself was its intended purpose was to kind of um put local and you know international yeah. stars on the yeah. same stage exactly well it started as um just like a vancouver like a smaller scene shows like in little underground spots right and there'd be people like McAvoy, the MCP, like Illuminati, yeah, um, Essis, mm-hmm. um, like there's so many people, man. A I, lot I, of, like a lot of come ups, like Rudnala. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on a little bit. No, here, there are a like, lot of names. No, definitely. You know, and there's a lot of people coming up, and uh, that ended up transitioning into uh, Black Fridays. Mm-hmm. at uh, the Alexander, which used to be a nightclub in Gastown here in Vancouver. Right. We did a monthly thing there. Mm-hmm. And then the owners of, co-owners of that club were owners as well of Timber Concerts. Right, yeah. And then we pretty much just like scaled it up. Like, okay, this is breakout. We do this. Like in the smaller venues, like let's take it to a big stage. We can still bring like local talents and stuff. Yeah. Canadian talents, fem, female, male, like just every like mixed bag, right? And international, like you know, mm-hmm. stars. And you see what it is now, man. So it was just about showing that hey, we've done something similar to this before. We can scale to a point yeah, we can we scale can. it, and it's been really successful. Yeah, that's what's up, man. And and the success yeah. is shown definitely. Like you guys have yeah. put on a successful a successful 
event, honestly. Mm-hmm. My, my, uh, the way I look at it is, um, how good are you at curating a vibe? That's just mm-hmm. always what I ask. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm, I look mm-hmm. at myself sometimes as being a vibe curator. Um, <laughs> how do you perform when it comes to you being in control of the room and the lights on you and seeing how you make the, the room rock? I, I look at it as that. And honestly, just yeah. the event breakout, you know, whether it be the, the sets that you guys do, the artists yeah. that you have on, yeah, yeah, yeah. the entire thing as a whole is that in itself, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. A, a perfect vibe curation. Yeah, thank you. Use, yeah. use those words. <laughs> thank you. Well, we're definitely, there's always, oh, sorry, there's always uh, areas to improve. Right. And um, I, I think we're doing a really good job so far, but yeah, like it's just, we're always on the way up. And what that up. means more responsibility and more like just uh, like being, I was going to say scrutiny like on ourselves, like to be like, but like more like self-critical and like right. getting like, things to like uh a level of like you know like the rolling louds the coachellas like we yeah. want to be known as like Quality. canada's biggest hip-hop festival biannual right. you know two times a year yeah like that's the really the goal man and it, and it requires travel to get here like because it's that yeah it's it, that it requires exceptional quality control something something of that sorts yeah that's there's a lot coming trust me man like uh I don't really want to talk business on it too much because it's like I shouldn't, yeah. but the venue like will eventually like change. You yeah. know, it's not always just going to be at amphitheater and stuff. Right. But I think they're going through renos. They're going to make the amphitheater bigger. And like, it's also like part of the whole thing is that it's with Playland, like that you right. have the whole like yeah, uh, whole fun aspect. park, what do you call it, like amusement park to it. So yeah, can't say what the future has to hold, but like, yeah, man, we're just trying to scale it up, you know, and eventually it's going to get to a point where, yeah, we'll, we'll need a bigger place. Exactly. <laughs> eventually, cool. you know. So I guess um, jumping into more so, you know, you're just your personal kind of side of things, mm. you know, what you're working on um, independently. Um, you're, would, you, would it be right to assume that you're fairly involved in just Vancouver's nightlife, just in general? Um, like, uh, obviously yeah, not yeah, saying. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Like. I mean, define nightlife. Like, you just mean, like, events? Because, like, when I hear nightlife, I think, like, the industry of, like, cl- like club industry. Is that what you mean? Like, I mean, more so just, just like you events. you know what it is when it comes to promoter or dealing with promoters or dealing with the, yeah. the club scene or... Um, yeah, to an extent. I have, like, some background promoting. That's what I did to get my foot in the door, like, before mm-hmm. I was really getting, like, bookings. Right. Right. So I was like 19 years old, like working with Hyphy promotion company. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've seen like the background of it and I've heard stories and like, yeah, you know, people know Cal Capone, man. People know. That's what's up. And, uh, but it's just like how people know other artists and rapper, like, or visual artists or even radio hosts, like whatever. Like when, yeah. when I, I'm trying to say like the nightlife, it's like more than just that. It's like the culture here, you know? Yeah. So like yeah. speaking on that, just saying like, yeah, people, people know. Yeah. People, people know what everyone, people know each other now. Like it's, it's happening. Yeah. You know, it's, like it's, a, it's something bubbling up here to culture. I'm noticing that, you know, just, um, people knowing people and just, uh, the networking sense is growing a little bit. Like, Oh yeah, man. Re- it's like seeing... exponential to be honest. Like yeah. there was nothing when I was growing up, like before I was even 19. Right. Like really, man. Like there was like, who, no one was really looking up to, there wasn't like a Vancouver guy to really, 
Exactly. And Drake wasn't even popping. Like, Drake, like, put Canada on the map, really. Yeah. Like, you like, know what I mean? Like, it was just nothing, really. It was, like, Cardinal, Fischel, Justin like, Bieber, Chaos. Maybe. Oh, maybe even. I'm talking more, yeah, like, hip-hop, like, early, like, I can't even think of any others at the moment. Like, that was kind of the guys. No, you're right. You, and even just saying that, Chaos, do you say Canon? No, Cardinal Fischel. Cardinal Fischel, but... Is Canaan, is it's like, what, Haitian-Canadian? Haitian-Canadian, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of those early... Is... Just like a waving flag. Exactly. You know? What was that? Go what year, FIFA? <laughs> oh, man, crazy. I don't even know. That might have been... Banger. Like, <laughs> a couple years ago. Yeah, uh, one yeah. of the FIFAs a couple years ago. For sure, for sure. You know, back then was when... You know, most people probably didn't even know that Cardinal Fischel, if you look at it now, that he was from, he was from Canada, and he yeah, yeah. kind of put Canada the east coast on in that yeah, sense yeah he's uh was it jamaican i background? believe i'm not gonna jump yeah, in soon I but no i i think he might uh something like that. the islands there yeah the islands yeah. yeah yeah no so i mean fairly evident like you know we don't we don't get a lot of those monumental like you know culture shifting artists things of those sense that yeah. kind of roll through so you know every every blue moon whenever it does come around you know you make sure that you give it the acknowledgement that it deserves at the very least that's yeah kind of what i find at the yeah yeah but um i guess at that particular time um more so scaling to the nightlife side of things yeah yeah um have you experienced anything with like janky promoters you know i'm sure i'm almost most confident Man, just like have. in general like the music industry like even beyond mm -hmm. just nightlife and like events and promotion like it's a dirty game man it's really like i think it's like that in every industry you always got like you're like bad cats and like the good dogs yeah or like whatever you know what i'm saying whatever analogy you want to use yeah but, uh, i don't know like i've had experience where like yeah you don't you butt heads with some people and mm -hmm. like um especially when you're a young guy i think you got like you know this is an ego that you have to get under control like not everyone yeah. is like you know you you essentially like well hopefully you get a little wiser every year you get yeah. older and like you know <laughs> just look, so. <laughs> looking back like yeah man i was just I've, I've experienced situations and that i've contributed to causing or even just been a bystander of and like whatever man like i said earlier like i think it's more about building each other up than tearing each other down mm. I, I i definitely looked at nightlife scene as a competitive thing before right. mm -hmm. where it was like there's only so many places to play like Vancouver was like pretty small, like yeah. in terms of like, yeah, like nightlife, like even the amount of clubs and just the amount of things going on. Yeah, where it was like you kind of had to like you had to be a little bit like stick your chest out a little yeah. bit, you know. Yeah, and I definitely like have an opinion about certain things, like and I say my say my piece. And mm -hmm. but looking back on it now, like I just want like I'm just proud of like where the city's at right now. Right, and like I just I don't want beef with nobody. And I really just, like, I don't want to speak on specific situations because, like, if, I don't know if that's necessarily what you're asking, but I've just, I've seen things, I've been part of things, like I said. And yeah. Yeah, man. I just uh, say it once again, like, build each other up instead of tearing each other down, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, just like, get the egos under control. And, like, end of the day, like, we're all just trying to, like, make some here, you know? Exactly. And as long as you're authentic. Exactly. genuine authentic you know because authenticity a yeah a lot of phonies out here <laughs> still that's a fact that's yeah. a fact no and like you said um i don't know who might have said it but i've heard the phrase frequently said you know rising tide lifts all boats you know yeah and that's how i truly believe it's meant to work well said, here man, i like that 
here in, in Van at the very least. Uh-huh. Like, you know, um, although one person might have more success than another, whatever it may be, uh, we ain't getting anywhere without all of us kind of working together in the sense, yeah, you know? Yeah. It, it takes those networking events. It takes yeah. those, um, you know, people getting out of their comfort zone and reaching out and collaborating with an artist maybe they didn't before or yeah. um, sending out the email to play at a gig that maybe you didn't think that you could get. You yeah. Know? Um, and maybe having a connect from somebody that may be able to, you know, get you in the back door and provide. Yeah, man, networking. A lot of those things. It's important. Know? Yeah, better to like build a bridge than to burn it, you know. Yeah. But it's inevitable though. Like, it's just like, let's be realistic. Like, not everyone is going to get along. Yeah. And hopefully it's just temporarily. It's not like forever. Right. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. like, when I have kids someday, like, I'm not going to lie to my my son or daughter like and be like oh like just everyone's gonna love you like yeah or whatever you know what i mean like the truth is like people just don't get along sometimes and you know like it is what it is yeah man like people are gonna move out of your way you know the ones who are not there for who you truly are you know well they'll just they'll be by the side you know and you keep doing you right exactly and you treat every situation independently like Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to individuals at the very least i find you know like um the people that say you know i don't mess with this particular type of people uh people because this this that it's like no well in my head at the very least i'm not gonna ever tell anybody how to deal with people but i would like to look at situations individually like i won't um like you know giving people grace you know understanding that things tend to happen for example um even just us recording this in particular Mm -hmm. you know things happen you know um, if we got to reschedule, we got to reschedule, but look at us now, fucking. Oh, we get it done. No. We get it. We get it no, done. We get it done. And it's all about getting it done. And, you know, having grace at the, at the very end of the day. Cause mm-hmm. I, I know just a lot of people just when you're in the industry, you know, you want to put on that mean mug. You want to. I like that. Um, you say industry. Did I say business? Yeah, it's like the business in the way to the industry. <laughs> oh shit. It's I'm all good. Just, no, no, it's cool. You're making things up. Might have just coined a term here. Yeah, <laughs> industry. Yeah, but yeah. hey, in the in the industry, man, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, it'd it be like that, you know? Okay, so I guess um, my last question for you here would be, yeah. um, you know, just getting into your head a little bit um, for the last time. I feel like I okay. pro- poked and prodded a little bit. No, here, no, but, um, I'm totally comfortable with all these questions. All good. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm interested to know, like, you know, what keeps you going and, in, in, you know, just what you do. You know, you, have, you wear so many different hats, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you must, I am led to believe that you must draw motivation to do what you do from different places. Um, yeah, I, it's really, I'm just, I'll go back to what I've been saying, like just where the scene is at right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like this whole quarantine thing has been like a real, like almost like a great reset for Vancouver and like, yeah, there's something, a new page being turned mm-hmm. and uh, I'm just like inspired by like, the fruits of my labor, you know? Well said. And, man. like, I'm just one small piece in, like, this whole, like, puzzle that's, like, forming together, coming, you know? Right. And just seeing, like, more people record, like, whether I'm helping someone record or I'm renovating some studio space or I'm just setting up the gear for the show tonight or yeah. I'm part of DJ or what, it, like, it's just, like, seeing some good stuff happen, like, mm-hmm. that's what motivates me, man. Like, yeah that's really what it is it's just and like money too of course like we gotta, <laughs> make, we gotta make our paper you know come on man like we don't make paper but like uh-huh. yeah. yeah i'm just i'm just happy like look at all the people that i get to meet through this mm-hmm. yourself like i would never met you like if it weren't for like bijan's like new tone studio yeah that event 
and like I met them because I know Within Roots and the boys, so I guess Coquitlam right. gang, and like it just it goes on and on. It's like because of Johnny and I, because C One with the stu- like it's yep. just a, it's like a crazy uh, what do you call it? like a Rolling Stone like a tumble effect, you know, exactly. butterfly effect. Exactly, and I just inspired by all the like the family I have now, like the friends, and like yeah. just like the quality of music coming out, and like just everything, you know. Yeah, and I look ultimately, I look at it as family too. You know, like um, I can look at us in ten years from now and look at you know where's Cal gonna be? He's yeah, you know. I'm likely assuming that we're all probably going to be, you know, parents by then, things of those sorts. But, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Um, we'll be running some type of scene, you know, we'll be in uh, yeah. monumental parts or important parts yeah. of, of yeah. a part of a culture here in our, in our little, you know, our little city here that yeah. we have. Yeah. Well, it's growing, man. It's yeah. growing like, you know, economic level too, you know, like Vancouver is like, it's happening, man. Most definitely, man. Most definitely. And, and I can confidently say that I can see, you know, you being instrumental part of that, you know, not just saying that cause you're my homie, yeah, but no, thank you. Yeah. saying that because I, I see what you do. I see, yeah, you know, the grind, the, the worth ethic that you carry on a day to day basis. Dude, will be texting me thank at you. freaking 6am talking about, you know, just on some, on some wellness shit. We'll be talking about you from prior, but you know, yeah, yeah. this guy's an early morning riser, you know, I see the worth, the work that he puts in. Thank so, you. Yeah, man. You know, definitely props to that. Props thank to that, you. Oh, that's what it is. When, as you get older, I think you just value more, um the little things in life you know and one of those is for me is like getting up early now yeah getting the most out of my day yeah. and not every day i'm up at six but like exactly you yeah. know now if i naturally wake up at six seven like i try and roll out of bed you know yeah <laughs> before especially with like djing late night stuff like man yeah it's, it can get unhealthy you know like for you real sleeping yeah. a lot all throughout the day you're up all night Mm-hmm. Years be getting ringing, blasting. <laughs> yeah, anyway, you know, I'm, I'm saying it's like the little things, right? So yeah, it definitely uh, takes a toll on you, man. Yeah. It takes a ter- certain caliber to be able to accomplish yeah. that, man. I appreciate you, though. Thank you for the compliment, man. At the end of the day, once again, I'd like to thank you for you know even just being here today. You know, yeah. um, you know, we've had conversations of you know getting on mic, having our conversation yeah. for for quite some time, but I'm glad we were finally able to make it happen, man. Thank you, you know, thank you, um, my homie Cal. Glad to have him in the stew, or maybe not the stew this time. Well, but. you know what it is, right? It's yeah, man. Like, you know, we always we always produce it somewhere, man. Set up, man. Man, like I said, thanks to Cal for coming through and joining us on this episode of For the yeah, Record yeah. here at Certified Platinum Network, man. I've been your host, Christo.com. You can catch the video portion of this episode uh, on YouTube uh, at Certified Platinum Network or the audio versions by going to certifiedplatinum.ca forward slash listen. Um, you can check out the audio by playing it on Spotify, Apple Music, or Google Podcasts, you know, however you uh, listen to your favorite podcasts. Uh, once again, you know, thanks to Cal, Cal Capone for pulling up today. Appreciate it, my buddy guy. <laughs> and uh, thank you guys for listening as well. Uh, take care and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Yeah, man. Cheers. Thanks for having me.